Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo, and we've got another great episode from Chicago to share with you this week. Now, of course, last week was our epic 300th episode that we celebrated live from Missouri Meerschaum. If you haven't gotten a chance to check out that episode, please do. We had a blast, and special thanks to everybody that was able to come out to the live show and to the listener meetup later that night. It was a big time. John, Dave, and I really enjoyed getting a chance to know some of you guys, and also, we really enjoyed getting a chance to see St. Louis and Washington and kind of get a sense of Missouri. That was our first time really coming out there and we really want to find an excuse to come out there again sometime soon. Just, we had a blast. And again, y'all were so gracious to us. Thank you. Now onto this week's episode. So we are continuing. This is our kind of part two of the uh, live from the Chicago Pipe Show. John David, of course, was in attendance this last past year and had a chance to talk with a lot of various folks, which you're going to hear this episode. But we wanted to kick things off with kind of an oft-requested subject, which is kind of best practices as it relates to the health concerns surrounding smoking your pipe. We get that request a ton. And one of the things that we've always wanted to do is make sure that we had somebody with kind of a medical background that could actually address some of this. And so fortunately, on this floor of the Chicago Pipe Show, John David was able to do just that. So why don't we tune in with John David? Let's throw it to him live from Chicago this year at 2019. The town of Billy Sunday could not shut down. Man, well, um, yeah, John David here at the uh, Chicago Pipe Show 2019, and uh, things are kind of wrapping up on Saturday. And um, I, I'm, I'm with a, a friend of mine right now that I've been trying to link up with literally all day long. Yeah, <laughs> and he's uh, incredibly gracious because he's let me uh, jack around on time and everything. But uh, man, I'm sitting here with uh, Luis Missouri. Um, and man, thank you for hopping on with me. Thank you for hopping on. I am so thankful to finally get to sit down and dude hang out, man. Man, no, yeah. no doubt, man. I met I met Luis a couple of years ago. I guess it's been four four or five years ago now at the Chicago show. And ever since then, we've been buddies online and have interacted quite a bit. And um, and it's just you're one of those people that whenever I come to Chicago, um, you're one of the first people I look for because it's encouraging to see a friendly face that um, doesn't think I'm, I'm a complete idiot, you know. So, well, <laughs> anyway, likewise, I'm, I'm great. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. And uh, man, it's it's good to see you, brother. How's life? How's life? Life is spectacular. It's uh, extremely busy right now. We're looking yeah. at moving from one house to the other. I'm oh, getting great. out of the army, and I am in the middle of starting a. Pre- Practice and, my own private practice from ground up. Exactly. T- tell folks where are you from, and um, and tell tell folks what you do. So, born in Ecuador, uh, raised in Florida, um, went to school in Florida for the most part. Uh, joined the army as a dentist, as a general dentist, and then decided that uh, I wanted to continue studying and. So I ended up specializing in endodontics, which is root canals yeah. and root and like root end surgeries and stuff like that. Just yeah. helping people save their teeth and yeah. keep them in their mouth. Uh, and it's been a fantastic road. Nine years in the army now, uh, and I'm just. It's time to get out. My wife yeah. is, is a dentist as well, and she wants to set her roots. And we're yeah. going back to her hometown. Nice. It, it, yeah. And where is that? That's in Atchison, Kansas. Little okay. town, 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah. Ecuador to Florida to Kansas. Yeah, and, I've uh, kind of been all over yeah, the place. Man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Click Can, those red shoes together and take dude, me home. San yeah. Antonio, dude, that's crazy. Uh, El Paso, yeah. Augusta, Georgia, just everywhere with the Army. And No, that's awesome. But it's time to set down well, roots. Well, seriously, I, 
this goes without saying, but we still do need to say it. Thank you for your service, and um, man, just all, all the um, all the service you have given to our country. Um, man, you know, it's an honor to serve. Yeah, and, and and I know you. I knew you would say that. You know, I, you're you're so predictable. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, man, yeah. Of course, you're a member also of Briar Nation, and um, uh, our our mutual friend Jeremy is around here uh, being a scoundrel in some uh, in some sense. But um, always, it's good. Uh, I think the um, the Briar Nation. Uh, booth uh, with the Briarville uh, pipe restoration thing, uh, of course, uh, benefiting the Wounded Warrior Project. That was a really cool feature to see here at the Chicago Pipe Show. And it's, it's been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy does such an incredible job with these kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, he is always, always putting thought into how we can help our veterans yeah. and how do we can Im- increase the pipe smoking hobby, do everything at the same time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and he has such a great attitude about it. That's cool. It, it makes... It makes it all that much more fun. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Well, you know, it, it, of course, you know, folks who are listening, they're like, man, this guy sounds sounds great. Sounds like a nice guy. I'd like to have a beer with him. But why are you interviewing him on a Country Squire radio? Well, that should be enough reason for you. But, uh, but you know, Lewis also is a, a, a medical professional. He is a uh, dental and oral health professional. So you said you are, you're opening your own practice in endodontics. Tell folks, right. you mentioned briefly what that is. Tell folks what that is. So endo meaning inside Dantex tooth. So I focus on root canals and performing root canals to get people out of pain, yeah. uh, prevent infection, remove infection, okay. and and save teeth that yeah. otherwise would be pulled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so a, a, a big deal. And obviously, you know, we talk a lot about uh, in, in the pipe smoking world, we are conscious that we are consuming a tobacco product, but um, you know, I, I thought it'd be good to link up with Louisa and talk about uh, dental, oral health, and pipe smoking. You know, this is something that isn't really covered a lot, is it? It's really not. Um, I, I've seen very, very few articles about it. I haven't heard it on any podcasts. I, you yeah, know, no, it's not. It, I'm surprised people haven't asked me more about it. Yeah. I mean, everybody because should... Because folks in the community, at least, you know, here that know you and see you regularly in Briar they know what you do for a living, but it doesn't really come up that often. Well, it's kind of funny. Well, the, I mean, our mouth is the first thing... You know, you know, <laughs> besides our hands, you know, right. that's that's where we're putting these pipes. Yeah, you know, that's and, exactly right. And so, yeah, um, like it or not, as far as the government's concerned, tobacco is this huge health risk, and we within the community understand that smoking a pipe doesn't really compare to, like, say, smoking cigarettes. Um, but it's still tobacco, and whether we want to admit it yeah. or not, um, it, it still carries a little bit of risk. Well, and you, you got to think. Uh, so, you know, you're you're right. I mean, we think we are. We strongly do believe this is a different animal than a cigarette. The, certainly, the modern cigarette that uh, has all the the additional additives and carcinogens and everything else. But, um, but you know, uh, along with anything, you've got you know, it is it is a tobacco product. But then you know, it it it's. I mean, we would take the same precautions that we would with things like sugar, things like, uh, you know, coffee or caffeine, anything else that's going to discolor, introduce a foreign substance. We want to just make sure we're doing the right thing to be careful uh, with our uh, with our pearly whites and, 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 and keep them that way. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, that's good. Well, t- tell me, what are, um, you know, with pipe smoking, what are some concerns for dental health? So, um, so you know, now, granted, I work with teeth, and you mentioned, you know, keeping the pearly whites great. 
but there are some other concerns besides just staining of the teeth. Discoloration. Yeah. So we're looking at staining of the teeth, cavities. Right. Issues with your periodontal health, and that what that means. You're is, using big words now. I'm from yeah, Mississippi, so, I'm, so you know. I'm getting to that. So perio means around the tooth. This is what holds your teeth in place: your okay. gums and the bone that holds your teeth in place. Okay, so right. So that can right. be affected, and then the big C, you know, cancer and other lesions, right. lesions like that. Right. 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 So um, those are the the big four things that. We really look into in terms of a broad spectrum. Yeah, and and like we said, the, there's not a there is a lot of research and discussion about these things related to cigarettes, but not as much about the pipe or e- or even cigars, really, for that matter. But so we can draw some similar conclusions. But then there's also just a lot of common sense that can come into place here too. I mean, I would think. Absolutely. So I mean, the the big thing is in how do we prevent problems? Right. In, in this case, right. right. We enjoy the hobby. I don't think a lot of us are going to listen to this interview and stop, yeah. right? So Please don't. Yeah, no, no. So what, the, the big thing is how do we prevent problems? How do we help people with problems? So essentially with staining, staining is one thing. Smoke is smoke. Teeth are going to stain. Yeah. So keep your teeth brushed. It's the same as coffee, tea, blah, blah, blah. Right. 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 Uh, biggest factor of preventing is just maintaining really good oral hygiene, brushing, flossing, what, kind of you recommend brushing twice a day, flossing once a day. What what what's kind of the, the yeah floss once a day, brush twice a day. I always recommend a motorized toothbrush and good whitening toothpaste. Okay, and that's it. Why you motorized know? toothbrush? I mean, they're just more efficient, and they yeah. get into nooks and crannies that a regular toothbrush doesn't quite get into. Okay, it's worth okay. the investment. They prevent cavities a lot. Okay, great. Yeah. No, I mean that's kind of a that's kind of an aside, but I'm glad you mentioned that. So okay, yeah. so um, all right, so go go ahead. All right, so then the next thing is cavities and. Um, that's another p- issue people worry about, but they aren't. Qu- it's not quite as big as a, of a deal when it comes to pipe smoking. Um, diet and hygiene are way more important than not smoking a pipe. And um, so the with with cavities, you're not really, you know, I, I guess there's nothing really in the smoke that can. Um, can really cause a cavity or lead to I don't know I mean I, I I'm not a scientist no not and, really I mean know. potentially some some tobaccos can have a lower pH or be more acidic which okay. can lead to, to certain issues yeah but it's not a big thing the biggest thing is dry mouth right okay because your saliva has a lot of really protective factors in it yeah that help recalcify teeth and help basically put a, a layer of protective factors all over them Flor- uh, you know fluoride if you consume it okay, okay. Uh, calcium phosphate stuff like that that help recalcify your teeth that's so, fascinating okay. so dry mouth can lead to more cavities okay so how sure. do you how do you combat is it as simple as drinking water is that so Brian Levine always says stay super hydrated right yeah. and yeah I mean he I've heard him say that a million times that's the one thing he says that you can trust yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah he's not here today, no that's great no, I, I, I would also tell that to him to his face yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I love Brian, but um. so um, yeah. So stay super hydrated. Yeah, keep you know keep the saliva coming. Uh, you can also use a product called biotin if you naturally have a pretty dry mouth. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because actually a lot of pipe smokers will use biotin to 
um, to help with tongue bite, I think. So yeah, yeah so that's, that's fascinating. Yeah. A lot of pipe smokers are probably already familiar with that. So. Yeah. Okay. So tongue bite's another thing that we should talk about uh, because what I wanted to talk about is, next is that periodontal health. Okay. Right? So yeah, that's that big word you use that I've... Right. right. Ten, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, um, the this... Tobacco smoke is a combustible object, right? So you've got three things in there that can cause damage. Heat. Heat. Right. From essentially what is about a steam burn or just straight heat if it's just really dry tobacco. Right. Right. Um, It's also got nicotine, which can constrict blood vessels. Okay. And carbon monoxide. And those three things can lead to uh, essentially a delay in healing. Okay. All right. And so we constantly have this kind of uh, change in, in inflammation in our t- in our mouths. That's what gingivitis is. If your gums ever bleed, there's there's a little bit of inflammation going on. Okay. And okay. so smoking can can delay healing, complicate the healing process. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Interesting. So it, since it's in a constant state of remodeling, um, we we really want to just kind of control how much we're doing so yeah it's it's a case dependent thing if somebody's smoking all day every day that's one thing right 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 uh if if it's if it's controlled your your risk is less yeah the old, the old adage you know moderation is is the key right yeah yeah, yeah. and that's good we, we you know uh, we regularly on our show i mean we we talk about you know being you know, moderate pipes. There are those pipe smokers that um, don't just smoke tobacco; they eat tobacco. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, but at the same time, you know, we, we want to, um, you know, make sure we're, um, you know, doing everything. Just like you wouldn't eat cake all day. Well, you might not smoke your pipe all day either. But yeah, yeah. just just some, you know, just some food for thought anyway. But this is so. another one of those things where where being hydrated also helps because it keeps the mucosa, the the soft tissues in your mouth, really healthy. Okay. 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 And so that's that's going to help you out. As, as well okay. Um, okay but also your tobacco is going to taste way better because all your taste buds both on your palate and on your tongue are going to be way more receptive interesting so yeah. even that even a healthier mouth will help you enjoy the process more absolutely more Weird. that's well, fun that's funny yeah. i've never really connected those things but yeah yeah but not only that nobody likes tongue bite yeah no we it don't. sucks <laughs> yeah so um so the heat the heat it's not just a discomfort it actually is is hurting I mean, it, it's it, yeah. it hurt. It hurts because there there's a reason that it's discomfort. It's not comfortable. It's actually destroying part of your mouth. I mean, that's it, that's why it's important Absolutely. to smoke your pipe at a cool temperature, at a slow pace, all those kind of things. Exactly. Right? The, the cooler, the slower you can smoke your pipe, the healthier your mouth will be. The more yeah. you're going to enjoy your tobacco. Yeah. Period. But in in my case, I worry about people's oral health, so I'm like, don't. Right. Don't chooch on that thing too fast, man. Yeah, that, you know that's what I, I tell folks, particularly folks that come in the Squire. You know that want to learn how to smoke a pipe. The temptation is always to chase those big clouds of smoke. You know, you want to puff that thing fast and get that pipe. You know, you want to see those big clouds of smoke come out of your pipe. But but it, when you do that, that's it can be satisfying occasion. But when you do that, man, that that bowl is going to get hot. Your tongue is going to get scorched, and you're not going to taste anything but heat, really. You know, yeah. so you'll get these big clouds of smoke, but you just have a hot tongue and, and and really you know after you get your pipe lit it, it's really important to to start puffing at a slower cadence not just to protect your mouth but so you enjoy the actual flavor of the tobacco yeah. <laughs> you know one reason it hurts is essentially you're you're killing some of the epidermal cells yeah. that line 
your tissues yeah. and you're affecting the nerves under it. Yeah. Okay, so just so doctor's just orders, it, doctor's orders, doctor's orders, slow orders, down, yeah. slow down. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, good. So here's the last thing I want to cover, and this is, the, you know, the big thing is cancer, right? Yeah. And yeah. not just cancer, but what we call dysplasias or basically um, disorders or, or problems with with the tissues in this okay. case changes that that aren't supposed to be there for the lesions ulcers exactly okay. Okay. okay so uh pipe smokers are much less likely to develop those things than cigarette smokers sure. again because of the amount of tar about a, a amount of nicotine amount of toxins blah 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 that we're right. introducing to right. the area but we still i mean we still want to protect those those things yeah um, of course yeah that, that so, just we're, people should be aware there are risks associated with this you know but so, it, you can mitigate some of this stuff but anyway go, go with, ahead yeah with the limited amount of knowledge that we have right just specifically about pipe smokers pipe smokers are anywhere from 2.5 to 8 percent or eight no eight times right sorry more likely to develop lesions but yeah. it depends on a lot of factors alcohol use yeah sure yeah your body pH and all that Your other body stuff. Body pH, yeah. the amount that you're you're smoking, all that kind of things. Um, but how do you protect that, right? Right. And right. so, again, this is being hydrated is important. What we already talked about, and this is what we are not going to like talking about. Yeah, of course. All right. The, so the, there's the, what I don't like talking about because I don't follow this all the time myself. Right. Is our precious brown water? Yeah. Oh, whiskey. What, not just whiskey, any alcohol. Okay, okay. So what alcohol does is strips away all of those protective factors yeah. from from your saliva, from your mucosa. So it, it literally does dry out your gums. Interesting. And so uh, smokers who drink while smoking right. or before smoking are six times more likely to develop lesions. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so it really is, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a good idea to probably not uh, imbibe then while you're smoking your pipe. So coffee, tea, water, whatever, all of those are great. Okay. Usually I say save the booze until after. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, physician heal thyself. Right. Because I'm, I'm guilty as charged, yeah. man. I, I enjoy a good scotch or, yeah. or but, bourbon as much as the next guy. But there you go. You know, I guess you could counteract some of that with, with you know, simultaneously consuming plenty of water. Um, it's not going to you know, be a perfect band-aid, I guess. You're still, uh, it's probably still not best to uh, consume alcohol while you're smoking. But, you know, maybe while you're drinking your whiskey, take the occasional, you know, sip of water, sip of water too. You know, yeah, that, yeah. that would help a lot. And so, it cools down your mouth. Yeah. And, yeah, That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, That's right. those, are, those things are important. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, like, let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. We're doing something that is a little bit risky. Yeah, right? sure, sure. Um, but we then have to, like, mitigate those risks and decide whether... The, the risks to what I say morbidity or harm are right. to that of other things. Like for me, I would snap if I didn't wasn't able to sit down and relax with the smoke. Yeah. You know, not, yeah. not, I'm not addicted, but that's, no, it but helps it's me part calm of, down. It's you know? part of your ritual. And, that's right. And the, the health risks of smoking a pipe are way less than the health risks of stress. Yeah. No, that's, that's right. And so, you know, the, they're, um, I, I'm I'm walking proof, living proof, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's great. Well, um, yeah, and of course the big thing that you and I both can agree on, and we we really want to 
tell people is, you know, in speaking of some of these more serious complications, don't inhale. Yeah. Don't inhale your pipe. Like, you know, we, we know we're all tempted to occasionally, but, you know, let's let's just not inhale our pipe, right? I mean, you are, yeah, inhaling a pipe is going to increase the risk of not just oropharyngeal cancer, but lung cancer and of and other cancers right. uh, exponentially. Right. So, right. yeah, that's, that's just the, don't do it. That's the main one, you know. It's like, well, you, you, you realize, you know, we can talk about the tobacco being cleaner, and we do believe it is and all that stuff, but, you know, you, you just don't inhale your pipe. Like, that. That's just don't do it. <laughs> there, are, there are other safer ways of getting nicotine. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. That's yeah. right. And, and the relaxation for the pipe is so much about the aroma and, uh, you know, the, the calming effect and all that, the ritual and all that kind of stuff. So, um, no, I think that's great. Um, dude, yeah, man, thanks for coming uh, Thanks for coming on today. Any, any other things that you'd like to leave, you know, if you had anything to to share with the pipe smoker out there um you know that that you'd want to that you'd want to pop on them look first off if anybody wants to find me on facebook and has questions i'm more than happy to help yeah you know i'm i'm always happy to, Lewis, to how talk do you about spe- it. how do you spell your last name m-i-s-s-u-r-a okay good yeah good so i'm more than happy to help um it's it, I love this community, and all I want is ever the best for it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's and uh, I don't know. I I see myself being a part of it for a very long, very very long time. Yeah. And so. Uh, yeah. That's I don't know. I'm just happy to be here and happy to, to be able to share what little knowledge I have. So. <laughs> you know, it's, this is the most intelligent conversation I've had all day and probably all weekend. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I appreciate you joining me, man. Um, by the way, how's your your new business getting off the ground and all that stuff? Yeah, so they installed equipment on this past Monday. Okay. My signage Great. is up. Yeah, uh, I saw pictures of signage. Looks it, looks good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I literally had to Google the word endodontics, and I'm glad I did. I learned something. So. So yeah, good. I mean, it's coming along. The place is going to look really sleek. And, uh, nice. Um, it's, I am absolutely a nervous wreck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anxiety through the roof because, you know, right now in my position, if I do one root canal or if I do 10 root canals a day, I make the same amount of money. And yeah, yeah. Going into business after being in the Army for my entire career That's right. is... is extremely scary yeah but um i just gotta pray and have faith yeah and, that's uh, right and Man, uh, things will work out. Uh, keep, my, my winning success whether it is uh, financial or emotional or physical or whatever is just to work hard and stay humble and i, I know you'll be i know you'll do both of those things so um, well, just keep a good attitude man that, that's my hashtag Work on my instagram off. post yeah that, oh that's stay, it stay humble hustle hard that's it dude that's yeah, it man that's you're, it. You're, you're, you're preaching to the choir that's awesome <laughs> yeah man that's it i'm i'm not going to pretend like i know everything i'm not i'm not going to pretend like i'm the be all and end all when it comes to endodontics yeah i just love what i do i'm very passionate about it yeah uh, yeah i'm passionate about my community well. And yeah. it's, you know, it's given me a fantastic life and I want to get back. That's great. That's great. Well, yeah. one, one, one thing before I let you go that I have to mention, because it, it, be, it would be criminal if I didn't. So, so, so Luis and I, we're, we're sitting in the foyer of the Mega Center at the Pheasant Run. Um, it's kind of quiet in here. People are filtering out. There is a very important object sitting on the table that I have been seeking for months and months now that is unavailable everywhere I go and this kind gentleman uh, brought me a, a, a exquisite bottle and it is it is a bottle of Boodle's Mulberry Gin 
And I, I just want to thank you for changing the trajectory of my life right now. Like, <laughs> I, like that, that, this, is, this is something that I've been hunting for quite a while, and um, I, I'm, I'm just thrilled. So uh, if you're a longtime listener of the show, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a gin drinker. I drink a lot of um, – consume uh, quite a bit of Boodles. It's, it's my favorite uh, brand of gin for whatever reason. It's, it's not particularly expensive, but it's, it's just good. And, uh, and, and at some point, we're going to convince them to pay me to talk about them as much as I do. But that's a different subject. Um, but anyway, I, I've been looking for this mulberry gin they came out with. And, uh, and you brought me a bottle. And I'm thrilled. <laughs> Dude, so happy for you to have it. Man. Dude, thank you, man. And we'll, uh, we're going to crack this open this evening. So I'm, uh, I'm excited. All right, brother. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. And we, uh, we appreciate it a bunch. Have a good uh, rest of, of the show, okay? Thanks, John David. Jumping back in real quick to let you know about the sponsor for this week's episode, of course, our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. You know, while I was there at the headquarters, I picked up a number of pipes. I had gone in intending to just get one, and I think I came home with like six pipes. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. We all know that feeling. In fact, at some point, we need to probably do an episode about, uh, you know, telling your significant other how many more pipes you bought as opposed to how many you told them up front you were going to buy. But that's neither here nor there. What I want to tell you about is this uh, one of the pipes that I picked up, which is part of the Cobbett series, specifically the Elf. It is a beautiful churchwarden pipe. It's got just the right size for what you're looking for in terms of a good quality smoke, a good uh, amount of tobacco, and it's got such an attractive look to it. I mean, it's a beautiful pipe. If you've not checked out the Elf or any of the Cobbett series, you absolutely should. And hey, if you're smoking one this week, be sure to take a picture of it, tweet it out to us. We'd love to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Now back to John David, live from the showroom floor at Chicago. The town of Sunday could not shut down. All right, this is John David Cole at, from Country Squire Radio, and I'm standing on the smoking tent at the Chicago Pipe Show 2019. And I'm here with Dustin France, actually. France, like the country with knowing. Dustin France, like the like the. Wow, that's incredible. So okay, so Dustin, your DR pipes mm-hmm. stands for Dustin Ryan. Ryan. France. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Sweet. Man, that's it's great. Not, not doctor. Not do- No. Uh, yeah. You know, I wondered that. And that was a question I was going to ask. Yeah. Is it a, uh, you know, is that a homage to, uh, I don't know, a physician in your family or something? But no. No. Yeah. You're a doctor of pipe making, man. So, exactly. Right. Oh, that's great. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, man. Thanks so much for uh, for hanging out with me for a little bit. So, Thanks for having me. Um, dude, have you been to Chicago before for this um, show? Last year was my first year. Okay. Last yeah. year was number one. Yeah. Awesome. That's it was great. my first show ever. Oh, first one. Yeah. yeah. And big one. Fun one. I mean, yeah. you couldn't do better, right? No, <laughs> if you're going to start out, that's the one to start out on, and it's uh, it's all down the, downhill from there. You know? Oh, it's yeah. The- <laughs> big time. How long, uh, how long, Dustin, have you been smoking, or I'm sorry, been carving pipes? I've been carving, going, I'll be going on four years this fall. Okay. So, okay. just over three years. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And you're, um, and you're um, you know, you've got kind of a wide variety of styles and materials you deal with and all that kind of thing. Let me ask you, if you don't mind, what, what got you into pipe smoking to begin with or, or, or your interest in pipe carving? Like, how did that how did that develop? Well, smoking, I've always smoked. Yeah. Right. But the carving and smoking came hand in hand, actually. I'm, I've always did... I was a contractor in construction. Oh, okay. Yeah. I found a burl one day. I was doing a demolition on a porch, and I found this burl. It was a mahogany burl. Yeah. And I decided to cut it open. I thought, well, what should I do with that? And I don't know, pipe. And I'll that, make a pipe. And it, that, right? Yeah. And it just 
it cascaded. It became a passion. Like <laughs> I was never not online looking things up and watching right. videos and pipe makers right. forum and and then it just grew from there. I mean, it just started. That's awesome. You know? yeah. yeah, it's funny as a retailer. Um, you know, I, I've got a lot of. Uh, contractors and you know people that actually work for a living that use their hands to make things for a living you know like you uh, I've got a lot of those folks that come in our shop and um, you know the pipe is so is such a good fit for them because it's something they can do while they're um, you know while they're working, working yes, so yeah exactly. there's a lot of professions you can't do that anymore which yeah. is kind of and there's a freedom so. in contracting in general no there is yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like do you, are you still do you still do contracting um, I do here and there here and I there mean, I enjoy yeah. it you know but anymore this is turning full time slowly so it's becoming I, I'm gonna have to well that was a, one or the other that was <laughs> interesting yeah that, I wanted to ask you about that you know your pipes you see them more and more um, in all the uh, you know online social media and everything and that's how I became aware of you Dustin and just really admired your work and was fascinated in you and um, but it, it was so cool um, you know, I was like, man, he's putting a lot of pieces out. I didn't know if you were full-time or not. And so you're saying you're kind of on the edge. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, it was the beginning that, of this year I hit, it was like a, a lip. Yeah. Where you got to take the plunge or yeah. tell these other people to back off. Like, yeah. You know, I can't do it. You no, know? absolutely. So, but why not? I mean... When you can do what you love, you don't work, right? You only live once, baby. Yeah. yeah you, may, you may live like a pauper, but it'll be a lot of fun. So. Yeah. And I love doing it. Yeah. You know, it's D- a passion. Dustin, tell me, where are you from exactly? I'm from Utah. Okay, Utah. Northern Utah. Northern area. Utah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it mountainous area, kind of where you're at? Okay. Yeah, I'm on yeah. Uh, Mountain Summit. Okay. Well, oh, wow. I still have snow from winter. It's not going away yet. Dude, I'm so. telling you, I, you know, I, coming from Jackson, Mississippi, it was, it was literally 85 degrees when I left. And when we hit the ground here, it was 46. Yeah. And I and I've had a really difficult time with it. I can, you know, I, I would uh, I'd be a fish out of water where you're from. But I, yeah. You know what? And I don't like the that's cold. That's great. I yeah. hate the snow. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. But, and I spend a lot of time in Florida, California, nice. living both. Is Utah home for you? Um, I was born there. You're yeah. born there. Okay. And then I went okay. back. Family's there. Nice. For various reasons. Life happens. Yeah. But I mean, my backyard's a forest. Yeah. How can you do better? Dude, I got absolutely. space, shop space. I mean, so you've got plenty it. of work, plenty of room there on your property to make your pipes and yes. to get into your hobbies and all that kind of stuff. So Very much. Nice. Lots of room. That's nice. Yeah. Man, that's great. It's worth it. <laughs> well, um, tell me, so... Um, Obviously, you know you work you work with a lot of briar. You you do quite a bit of morta for a recently. Okay, so that's a recent thing. But yeah. for, you know you don't a lot of American carvers don't do a whole lot of morta. So yeah, so you've got that. You do um, you do a lot of uh, acrylic, which I which I like and yes. appreciate. And then also you know ebonite, uh, bamboo. I've seen some a uh, good bit of bamboo on some of your yeah. um, some of your pieces. What you know when you started out, did you have kind of a style? Um, that's different from today, or no, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. I just started doing it. Yeah, like I didn't. That was the thing about what I've done is I came into this. I didn't know these pipe makers. I didn't know style. I didn't yeah. know that, and I yeah. just immersed myself in it. So I just started doing what came out. Right. And I mean, to say I have a certain style is a far spectrum, far side because yeah. I don't. I'm, I mean, I go all over. But um, there's a beauty of trying to keep it that way, just to keep it fresh. Yes. I mean, you, you definitely. Um, I appreciate 
carvers that do have a specific style. I do too. And and in fact, I look for it. Yeah. And look yeah. and say, do I have this thing I want to keep doing? But I just can't <laughs> What's grasp my signature that. Deal, yeah. You know? yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. But that's part of the fun of carving. No, it is. You know? It is. Yeah. It's an art. Yeah. The way I do it. I, was, I see it that way. As After you got into pipe carving and then uh, kind of continued on your journey, what was... What, did you have like a eureka moment where you, you began to understand something, a, a part of the craft that really helped you like get better at carving? It, I, I think I have them all the time. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. But actually, the first time I, I carved my first pieces, like I said, the first one was a burl. Yeah. And it was awful. I mean, I hang it on the wall. Yeah, but it was uh, yours, baby. Yeah, That's right. It. Exactly. <laughs> but... The first, and I've done some ironwood, which yeah. I wouldn't recommend smoking out of it right in your mouth, you know. But right. the, my eureka moment was when I first used briar. Yeah. I realized, wow, you know. I mean, there's a passion of briar, and there's a reason for it when yeah. you work with it. Yeah. And that was my first eureka moment. I thought, That's cool. I want to keep doing this. You can do a lot with this wood. Yeah. I mean, it's prettier than anything out there, you know. It, it is more versatile than people would think, you know. And, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, you do occasionally wonder why over the past, you know, 150 years has Briar been kind of the gold standard for pipe making. But there's a reason for that. There is. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's workable. It smokes uh, cool. It's really durable. Um, it, it can be unforgiving, you know, if you find those... Uh, pits and things, oh, yes. but at the same time, there's ways to modify them and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah, and work you, around it. Do you do, um, do you do uh, sandblasting to some of your pipes? Yes, okay. yes, so I you, do. So you do, I know uh, some carvers aren't set up to do sandblasting, but you're able to rusticate, sandblast, and make a smooth pipe, obviously. Yes, so, yeah, yeah, I'm set up to do that, and yeah. that's one thing that you can never, I mean, you, you can always get better at. Yeah. You can never peak at that yeah sandblasting it is an art for minutes so it is and i love it and i want i do more and more of it every day i love it that's cool that's cool so okay so i have to we have to talk about this this pipe that i keep seeing show up on some of your some of your feeds and it's a certain shape that has just kind of grabbed me Mm -hmm. and i and I've been really interested in it, and then I got to see it today for the first time in person, and I really wanted to hold one. I was so glad that you still had a couple, um, yeah. you know, on your table, which was awesome. But um, it's kind of this—it's kind of this brandy shape, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then you've got a, a stem that has um, almost—it's—it's it's not a saddle. You may call it a saddle, but it's kind of a—you a, you called it something funny. What was that? What was yeah, that called? I, I, try, I called it a. Um a diamond shank half saddle stem. Right. I mean, I, there's really no. How do you how do you describe these things? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was a weird one. But at the same time, so so you know, th- this is a pipe that you've made a few of the same iteration, or you know, different iterations of the same general shape. Yes. Um, typically, they've been morta. Um, yes. And that seems to kind of have become somewhat of a thing for you. So, what did, do you have a name did. for that style? Yeah, I call that one. Well, so that specific stem style, right? Um, I actually call it my summit series. Summit series. My summit. Okay. Like I live on a mountain summit. Yeah. Very. It looked like a mountain peak. Yeah. That's why I named it that. Very, right. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, I mean, it's a stem shape that's been done before. Yeah. They call it a funny triangle, right? Funny triangle. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. <laughs> but. Um, I just dove into that and then actually that shape itself was more the customers and my the people that bought from me and wanted commissions they made that pipe what it became yeah because I did one and I was actually thought eh, I like it that's okay yeah but 
I got, I want this color. Can you do one in this color? And it just, it, it became its own thing, and I love it. So I mean, it's, it's really, beautiful. in some ways, driven by the consumer. Very much which so. Which is cool. But, I mean, one. that's, you know, if you're not, if you're not making what they are buying, then, you, you know, you're, you know that defeats the purpose so exactly that's, so that's good you know, yeah you and of, it was fun yeah i love that about collaborations yeah you take a bit of them and do in, incorporate it into your that's right style yeah and that was completely what that became yeah and it was very fun so one the of the summit, more fun ones i've done the summit series is more of a, a figure of that uh, particular stem shape but then you're calling the the, the pipe itself is a branding. Is that, yeah, is that right? Yeah, that one. More or less? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I call it the short mortar branding. The short mortar branding. Yeah, and they've all been mortar to, yes. this, to this point, right? Yes, I've yeah. done variations on with that shank and stem, but that specific mortar brandy style that people, have, they seem to love. Oh, man, it's beautiful. That's what I call it. Yeah, yeah. it turned out beautiful. And so um, and typically the um, the mortar on that is, uh, is a sandblast, correct? Yes. Like you've done that typically through that. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I what I love, you know, and we all love ebonite. We all love. Um, That's you know, my favorite. <laughs> vul- vulcanite stems and all that. But man, you've just paired it with this sweet, like crazy, uh, you know, awesome, you know, like. Uh, Crazy. Ra- That's the word for it. Rave party uh, acrylic stuff that just man the, the the mixture between that and the you know this really dark black uh, morta it just makes a nice contrast man and I I, I know, agree I, it's really cool I, I love and, it and that's what I think was the best part of it is I get these people wanted this and they wanted the colors you normally don't buy as a pipe maker as a stem yeah I don't want that rod yeah but they well, you wanted know, I might get rod. one stem out of that but you're like man I'm no gonna have way. all this extra material left over but man these that's what these guys wanted yeah they wanted yeah. that weird bright gnarly vibrant, vibrant yeah, yeah just, and it worked out perfect that's great yeah. yeah I love it you know the the um you know the dark contrast of the morta with the um you know, you know that vibrant bright just craziness of the uh of the, the you know, acrylic. The acrylic. That's it's yeah. sharp. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, you know, I know pipe making's hard. Stem making is probably one of the harder parts of it. Very much so. But, you know, and, and I've heard that from multiple people that, you know, oh, you yeah. spend, sometimes you'll spend more time on the stem than you do the actual stumble. Um, but 95% of the time. 95% of the time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, how, how, how is it to work with acrylic like that compared to ebonite? Oh, it's much different. Yeah. Much different. I mean, it's it's a whole, whole own ball game. Right. In fact, a lot of the guys that use the lathes, I don't use the lathes. Okay, right that's now. another thing I wanted to mention. Yeah, yeah. You don't do you don't do lathing lathing on your right now on your pipe mm-hmm. making. Right. Yes. But, at but, this moment. Yeah, yeah. You don't right now, and yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that would make some of it easier. But the, the exquisite precision that you're accomplishing. On your pipe making without a lathe is is frankly pretty pretty impressive, man. I mean, Thank it is. You. It, Thank it, you. it is. It's, that means a lot. Yeah, it really does. But I mean, that you know that that takes um yeah it it's takes patience. It's, that's it is. It, it's a time. <laughs> I mean, it's tedious. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's stem making. Yeah. But the pipe makers, they it's harder with acrylic to turn it. It wants to yeah. blow up in your face and. And just, is it not as forgiving? I mean, it chips yeah, it's a brittle, lot. It's a brittle, brittle. brittle. That's the word I'm And it gets for. cold yeah. and it wants to shatter. Okay. okay. So it's a temperature thing sometimes. And yeah. a lot of these, the bigger masters, they they know their ways around it. Yeah, but sure. But to throw one in a lathe, a piece of acrylic, is dangerous. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that not having a lathe actually helped me. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. With this piece of especially. Right. To dive into acrylic. Right. Because... 
I mean, I'm a I'm a weird guy. I don't like things on my hands. And yeah. acrylic is like rocks in your hands. You've got to clean them <laughs> off. And Evan and I, I just want to use it. Yeah. But yeah. it forced me to do it with this pipe. And yeah. That's it's, really it's, interesting, yeah, to think mm-hmm. about. Um, you know, it does... Um, force you to get even in a different mindset as someone that someone that likes uh, maybe different textures or whatever is yeah. kind of weird, you know. I wouldn't call it OCD, but yeah, but you know, it might weird. be on the spectrum, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, do you have to have different equipment to work with acrylic versus ebonite? Uh, not really. It's a more it's or less the same. Yeah, more or less the same. I yeah. mean, you want things sharper for sure. I yeah. mean, that's why I say if it it's, it's a harder brittle. material. Yeah, yeah, and it's and yeah, less forgiving. Speeds become different. Your higher speeds, um, you're more careful with how fast you're doing it, pulling okay. it out faster. And, okay. I mean, there's different techniques, but it's pretty much the same equipment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. Um, so cool. You, okay, so um, also noticed uh, quite a bit of um, bamboo work that you've done before. Did, where do you get your um, materials like bamboo and, and even some of your acrylics and, uh, you know, things like that? I get them all over. I mean, in the beginning, you'll always hear Steve Norris. Yeah. I mean, oh, as an yeah. American, I mean, he is the king of Absolutely. material. Absolutely, yeah, supplying and, all that stuff. And I get a lot of it yeah. from him. But, you know, just throughout social media, especially, yeah. you people will contact you from here and from there and say, try this, you yeah. know, and I'll try some of it. So you've been it. able to develop different sources then for oh, some yeah. of your material. You can take a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know, um, yeah, I know that's got to be uh, frustrating to some degree vetting sources for things like briar uh, that can make or break the quality of a pipe but you know yeah, what, yeah once I mean, you once you get enough of experience with some of those materials though you probably can tell pretty quick if, if someone's got good stuff I would think you can yeah I mean, you can I mean they, you get some though that yeah. looks beautiful and you get it and it's it's not yeah you know but that's yeah. that's part of this, oh, this it whole is. lifestyle I mean it is yeah part of any art that's or right. craft I guess you yeah know? No, that's you don't right. know but that's why you have guys like Steve that yeah. they're reliable right. they're there to do it and they, they've got it and there's, down. there's a reason that yeah that they've yeah. made a made a name for themselves with that yeah and oh, Steve yeah. does a great job oh um, yes he does and a great guy so um so you brought how many pieces did you bring to sell at the show you, you, brought, you sold some today at the pre-show yeah. right and then you'll have a table tomorrow yeah. So, and how many pieces did you bring total? I brought 11. 11 pieces. Okay, yeah. that's great. So, I think I've got nine left. Good, nine okay. Nine more to go, so and, You know, it's kind of cool because a lot of folks don't really sell stuff before the actual show, but you've actually, you've sold a few pieces even today. I was able to, fortunately. Yeah, that's great. I was lucky to, yeah. That's yeah, great. There was a, it was a good turnout this time. What I appreciate about what you've done, too, is you, you, you walk people through your inventory kind of leading up to the show, and then so mm. schmucks like me, you know, come looking for you because we want to see your stuff. It's yeah. like, man, I've seen all these photos of your pipes. Now I want to see them in person. Oh, I've been looking at that pipe for a, a month now. Oh, yeah. I want to hold it and look at the dimensions of it. And so build some excitement. And I, I would mean, like to say I good. did that on purpose, but in all honesty, <laughs> it's because I made this thing and I want to show everybody. Oh, no, of course. You yeah. Know, Dude, I, look, I can't wait. Look know, at this and, shiny thing that I but, want you to see. Yeah. But yeah, to That's a degree, right. it's uh, to get people excited. Yeah. And to get them to come out here. They got to come here, man. Oh, dude. Chicago something else. It's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to speak with uh, with someone else who this is their first uh, first time to Chicago Pipe Show, and I, I'm, I'm really interested to get some of their uh, their feedback also. Yeah, if so you can get them to slow down cool. when they're talking, right. they'll be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how I yeah, was that I first time. It was just adrenaline. Well, it just is. It really is crazy, you know. Of course, um, I mentioned at the beginning of our little interview here that we're standing in the smoking tent, and I'm sure the listener uh, now can hear all kinds of ambient noise. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and it's just uh, the energy this year is is really vibrant. It's really it's Very really awesome. So. Really, yeah. really awesome. And I, you know, mm-hmm. the, it, it's funny because the crowd is always huge. But this year in particular, the energy level seems to be very high. Um, and I, I'm happy to see that, you know, the pipe industry has gone through a lot of um, unknowns over the past few years. I don't think it ever won't. And so, no, and, and hey, that's a good <laughs> that point. stigma that's out there is just, yeah, that's a good it'll point. always be there. But for whatever reason, this year, uh, people seem to be, you know, excited. And, um, and, and you see a lot of carvers here. You know, I was worried with... Uh, kind of um, all the stuff if, if artisan makers uh, American artisan carvers were going to have uh, maybe second thoughts about this and, yeah. and and man the carving scene is strong and it's and it's here and, and it's, you, uh, and it's you, good yeah very much so and that I think it makes a loyalty everything that's gone on yeah. and is always going to be going on I hope not yeah. I hope it's not always no but yeah but I mean realistically gone on with it, I get it yeah, yeah. It, it makes a loyalty factor yeah and yeah. I just hope that becomes more and more to where Something can change, yeah. you know. No, absolutely. That'd be great, <laughs> well, dude. You're you're a part of it, man, and I'm uh, I'm I'm happy for you and really excited. Your business is growing, and um, dude, man, keep uh, you, your pipes are very reasonably priced for the quality of them. I mean, I, you know, it, they're you, man, that's you, good to hear. Yeah, you, you'll be you'll be you'll be selling some pipes tomorrow. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I, that's that's I, the hope. I have no doubt about that. So, <laughs> um, man, Dustin, how can how can people keep up with you on social media? So, um, uh, Facebook, obviously, okay. under Dustin France. Okay, but I'm. Sure Francis, F-R-A-N-C. F-R-A-N-C. Right. Like the country with no E. Right. That's what I like to say. And it's right. Dustin with a D. Right. right. <laughs> um, but I'm sure if you search DR France, it'll come up. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Um, Instagram is DR France Pipes. Okay. And then okay. my website, which I have a hard time updating because I'm always so busy. Yeah. No, absolutely. But there'll be sometimes pieces on there or links to commission if they want to get a hold of me. Okay. So that was the question, too. People can get a hold of you if they are looking yeah. for something in particular. And yeah. Are you? And that is www.drfrancepipes.com. Okay. Great. So, so really simple. Yeah. DR France Pipes. Good. Good. Um, yeah, man, and I, I really, I highly encourage uh, people to check out um, Dustin's work. It's, um, I mean, that, that's why I came to Chicago, kind of searching after him because I, um, you know, I just, uh, I thought your work was was great. It was beautiful. I wanted to see some of it in person and was uh, was Thank excited. You. So, um, man, well, dude, uh, good luck to you. Uh, I hope um, hope you have a great weekend. Are you going to stay here through Sunday? Or you yeah, be, okay. Yeah, and I'll stay a little bit after. Yeah, some of the guys from out of the country. Go see Chicago. Nice, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really. I love seeing folk, all the um, international folks that we have here. Yeah, um, that get to experience it and uh, you know shove their face in a big piece of a uh, Chicago pizza or something. So, I know anyway, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, thanks so much and uh, and have a great uh, have a great pipe show. Okay. Yes, thank you very much. So I'm here with uh, Andrew Phillips. Uh, we're kind of sitting outside in the um, little four-year area in front of the coffee shop at the Pheasant Run Resort. And uh, man, Andrew, uh, it's awesome. I got him to uh, to come by because this is his first time at the Chicago Pipe Show. That's right. And uh, met Andrew through our good friend Eric. And uh, man, it was just a tickled to be able to con him into getting on microphone with me and uh man we're gonna make this as painless as possible right but cool. uh dude yeah andy thanks for thanks for hopping on with me man thank you very much yeah, yeah. 
Do you, yeah. where, where are you from? So I'm originally from South Carolina. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Currently living in Sacramento. Okay. So I flew out here for this uh, again. Yeah. yeah, it's my first time here, so it's it's been a whirlwind. It's did you crazy. did you fly out to meet Eric? Was that kind of the yeah? Uh, y'all, uh, how, how do y'all know each other? Ooh, uh, from grad school. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, five years ago or so, uh, we went to school in Indiana. So nice. Yeah, okay. Sure. No, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So you live. What what brought you to Sacramento from South Carolina? Uh, work. Uh, so right out of grad school, yeah, packed up the dog in the in the Honda and okay. drove cross country. Yeah, wow, yeah, dude, yeah, that's that's all culture shock, like climate <laughs> yeah. shock, er, everything. Yeah, no, that's great though. That's, yeah. that's a beautiful part of the world. I've been it's, to Sacramento one time, and um, man, it's really really pretty. It's so fantastic. You ever get over to Lake Tahoe or any of that kind of stuff? All the time. Yeah, yeah, that's, for sure. Man, I'm jealous. We have like in Mississippi. I mean, there's some there's some scenic mud holes that we can go to. And, you know, maybe uh, I don't know a few a few. Uh, uh, you know, pictorial ant beds and things like that. We we don't have anything like Lake Tahoe, so that's uh, nice. That's great. It's nice. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff to do there. That's great, for Andy. Sure. Well, yeah, man. Thanks so much for hopping on me. So, yeah. um, so first first pipe show period or first Chicago pipe show? Uh, first pipe show period. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been into pipe smoking as kind of a hobby? Oh. Uh, honestly, uh, since Scouts, really. You know, um. Grabbed one of my dad's <laughs> since old, I was eight years old. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Picked up one of my dad's pipes. You know, when when you're out camping, there's not much else to do after everything's done. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Eric and I started smoking in school. Um, he used to make pipes, and I guess still does, but um, uh, doesn't do that anymore. No, Eric, uh, <laughs> he's shaking his head. And uh, uh, I'm like, so have you ever like tried these out? He's like, no, yeah. not really. He's like, well, how do you know they smoke well? And he's like, well, I guess I don't. So uh, we started smoking in the woods uh, right outside the building where we used to uh, do work. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, from from then on, basically. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it's been quite a while then. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do, I mean, favorite tobaccos, anything like that? Oh man. Uh, so I like Latakias for sure. Okay, uh, you're one of those guys. That's I'm, good. I'm one of those guys. Yep. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> a little bit of Oriental. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, certainly like. Uh, Frog Mortons, um, I think on the bio is probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. really heavy. Shed a, shed a tear, yeah, for, yeah. for those. Yeah, yep. for sure. No, for that's sure. great. A lot of Latakia lovers at an event like this. You yeah, know, I'm, as the as one of the Virginia guys that is around here, I feel um, sometimes like a fish out of water. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, that's great, man. That, yeah. So, um, man. Uh, you know, first show. What uh, what are your what are your impressions, man? Just give me kind of oh, the thirty thousand foot view. Like, what you what you feeling? Uh, so many unique people here. Like, everybody's a character. It's it's crazy. <laughs> when, when when you get this many people, all smoke pipes. It's just character after character. It's yep. great. Uh, a lot of folks here. A lot of different walks of life. Old and young. Um, I think what's hit me initially was just the art that's here it's crazy like the the um the artisanship uh uh young folks making pipes maybe working for briar uh works yeah uh, making stuff on the side beautiful pieces and i said i guess that has hit me full force here just the amount of time it takes and the amount of just just art that goes into this this uh this uh, talent and uh skill it's beautiful it's, it's fantastic it's so cool I, I just your your point uh reminds me yesterday i had a I had a, a 30 minute, probably close to 30 minute conversation with a pipe carver mm-hmm. about a um, about button work 
the, mm-hmm. the very end of a stem. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and and I mean, we can nerd out about things like that. It's like, well, let's let's go talk about pipe cleaners for two hours, you yeah. know. But I mean, there there is, and particularly with this pipe making, there's a um, the devotion to the detail in this yeah. stuff. It's just remarkable, it's and so, so cool. um, and and you love to see it, you know. And then uh, when folks are like, man, I don't know if. Uh, you know, why would they charge $400 for this pipe? Do oh, you yeah. know how much time they put into a stem? Oh, my God. You know, it's just incredible, yeah. um, the amount of precision and all that. It's so, so fun. It's so fun to talk to them, uh, talk about their craft. They light up. Uh, you get to see their pieces, and, and you really buy into that art. When you buy a pipe, it's, yeah. it's, it's this, well, I'm going to nurture this thing. It's going to be my thing to showcase as well as use. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's utilitarian as well as something that's, that's showcaseable. It, is, is your experience here... Um, different from what you anticipated Ooh, good question um i didn't know what to anticipate i suppose i what did you come expecting I mean, uh uh buy sell trade more like a trade show yeah. more like a um i guess i don't know like a other conferences science conferences i've been to so I, it's not necessarily something that i'm used to going to a non-work related thing yeah so this is just a lot of people hanging out smoking pipes and talking talking you know talking it up i guess yeah. you know yeah, leaning back and uh, having a good time. It, does it live up to the expectation? I mean, not all for that, sure. all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, all of the different walks of life that you run into, the different stories behind uh, everybody coming from different parts of the country, different parts of the world. Yeah, uh, uh, Copenhagen, Germany. Uh, it's been it's been fantastic. Yeah, you come to this thing and you hear you hear. Um, Danish and Chinese almost as yeah. much as you hear English. You it's know? crazy. It's crazy. I have no idea. Uh, I guess maybe like uh, uh, tariffs or lack of markets that that, that are um, yeah. uh, just there that that uh, make it hard for some people to get some products. Yeah. So when they get here, oh man, they're dropping some cash. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, and you probably bumped into a few buyers too. You know, particularly for the Chinese market, you'll have. Uh, guys, it doesn't happen. I don't think as much as it used to. But you'll have guys that'll, you know, plop down a, a bunch of green and buy out an entire table of a uh, it's of a carver. Yeah. It's nuts, or just the tobaccos themselves. Yeah, I, I think I saw somebody spend four thousand dollars just on tins. On on tins, yeah. Good night. These vintage tins. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's it's unbelievable. Um, so uh, you know, favorite favorite things that you've seen so far. Ooh. Um, you mentioned some of the interesting characters and stuff. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, any uh, any people stand out to you, or uh, oh. products that you've seen that um, it just kind of left an impression? That's a good. Okay, yeah. So lots of stuff. It's going to be hard to pick out just one. Uh, individual carvers, certainly some really high end Italian carvers that you're just like, whoa, that is that is a horn <laughs> with a piece of briar on it that looks like it's melted in one thing, and it costs seven grand. It's yeah. like, holy smokes, uh, that's beautiful. <laughs> on the same side, you you have um, you have factory pipes that are beautiful, very very nice shapes, uh, very classic looking things. You get mm-hmm. to you get to really get the full uh, effect of a uh, a more uh, modest not modest is not the right word, but um, uh, um, well, uh, like a Dunhill, it's 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 a very yeah. it's a very classic, very muted look, simple, very, simple, yeah, yeah uh-huh. very classy. And compare that uh, to an Italian pipe that's a little yeah. bit more flair, a little bit more bright. Yeah, it's nice. It's 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 cool to see the different kinds, walks of life. Because you go into a pipe shop and you'll see, you know, half a dozen, maybe ten different pipe makers. Yeah, maybe there's a hundred pipes in that in that glass case. Right. If it's a nice, you know, it, but uh, this is. Is it, it's it's overwhelming, honestly. You see so much. It it, it is overwhelming. Um, it, you know, I I think part of the fun part for me is seeing the the new guys come in. And so you've got these pipes at a price point maybe as low as uh, forty fifty dollars. Yeah. You know, these guys that are are trying to get into the market, learning skill. They come here to bring their um, 
their craft with them and then they get feedback and yeah. you know the the guys that are willing to be humble and get feedback from the more seasoned guys those are the guys that are um that are really have a future i think here but then you'll you know those they'll be right next to a table with uh guys that are selling their pipes for yeah. two three four five hundred dollars yeah. and um it's cool to see the uh interaction between those folks yeah and, yeah um and and pretty encouraging yeah for sure and the there's a bit of wheeling and dealing, you know. You'll you'll yeah. uh, uh, start talking prices on tins and whatnot, and you're like, <laughs> no thanks. <buddy." laughs> what's the? I mean, what's the most expensive tin that you have seen here today? Can you remember? I think there was. Um, I think there was a tin of on the body that was running maybe 150 bucks. Yeah, that's that's pricey. It's I pretty. Think, it's yeah. pretty amazing. You know, you think about um, spending 150 dollars for a tin of tobacco. I saw a pre-show list of this this one guy. Uh, who c- collects these uh, kind of hard to find tins? Yeah. I think he was selling like a, I don't know, maybe a thing of Christmas cheer from you know 1998 or something. He wanted four four hundred bucks for it. And I was just thinking, man, I got I got bills. Like, man, I, I, I might have to start buying diapers. Like, I don't Seriously. have time for that. You know, yeah, like I mean, if, if times get tough, I know where my money is. No, ex- no, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. What? Well, tell me, what uh, did, did you uh, did you make any stupid purchases today? Have you made any uh, uh, or, or, or or some uh, some good purchases? I've made all very intelligent purchases. Uh, oh, of course, yeah, that's yeah. what you're going to tell your family, right? Yeah, oh, that's right. Uh, a couple tens of Cornell and Deal for sure. Uh, some limited edition stuff that they released today. It's been fantastic. Nice. Uh, yesterday, nice. I bought a pipe. Uh, it's a K Woody, I think is the name. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm unfamiliar with the brand, uh, but I was able uh, to make a negotiation with a pipe that I brought here. So oh, great. we got something knocked off the, the the retail tag for that pipe, and I'm really happy about that. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, sure. that's that's great. Yeah, K Woody's uh, awesome awesome pipes, and um, yeah, they uh, of course been around a long time. A lot of our you know grandparents uh, generation they smoke those pipes really? and things like that. Yeah, there so, you go. Um, no, pretty cool. What what is you know uh, tell me about like your uh, must see list for a new uh, maybe a new person that uh, is coming to the Chicago Pipe Show that um, you know what I, actually what would you tell them like a, oh. a new guy coming to the show um, what would you tell them as far yeah. as uh, you know everything from getting here to yeah. uh, what to expect to things yeah. you got to see I mean okay. kind of give us a rundown for the new guy yeah uh, got to get here the day before I mean, so so that Friday pre-show is—it's uh, a real highlight. It's super, and it's it's not advertised. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm only lucky to be here because of Eric. He's like, no, I mean, we got to get there the day before. Yeah, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. But yeah, that was that was fantastic. Uh, had the smoke tent, table set up, a little bit of wheeling and dealing, talking yeah. and just chatting. Uh, that was real cool. Um, definitely bring cash. You know, this is not a place <laughs> that's going to run your card. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I think I think just. Uh, taking it slow, uh, realizing there's going to be so much the next day, and then the next day, you know, you don't want to necessarily jump on something too quick. But if something bites you, you gotta you gotta also act quick too. Yeah. Because you're gonna walk around that table. Next guy's gonna come by it real quick. There is a balance, you know. There, um, a lot of people they'll do their shopping and kind of try to make their lap through the through the tent or yeah. through the show, yeah. and then I think they're thinking, well, I'll, I'll let me go look at all the pieces and then I'll make up my mind and then I'll go back and buy the one that I like best. Yeah. But you know, but there is that fear. By the time you get back there, some uh, some some guy may have uh, may have purchased it out from underneath you. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Uh, other than that, I think just uh, uh, take your time and and enjoy yourself. You know, uh, be open to. Uh, different walks of life, different people uh, chatting about your life story, hearing their life stories. Yeah, man. Um, no, that's great. I mean, I think that's. Um, I, I think being open to seeing the diversity of folks that are here—that's part of the fun, right? Is it because it's just out of control? I yeah. mean, you're you're constantly. Um, I, you know, I have people that. Um, 
stop me and want to talk, and I, I think half of it is just so they can hear my ignorant accent, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, well, when do you get to uh, when do you get to interact with so, with so many people who, uh, uh, you know, I don't know their first language is, is Danish or French yeah. or I, you know, I could speak to Antoine who uh, you know runs Chacombe uh, all day long, just being mesmerized by uh, the things he has to say, not <laughs> not not just his accent, obviously, but about his. Uh, you know, wisdom in the uh, in the base. in the pipe, uh, you yeah. know, industry and all yeah, that. So, sure. really cool, man, to experience yeah. this. Um, you know, uh, anything anything just bizarre you've come across? Like, what is that doing at a pipe show, kind of thing? Um, what is that doing at a pipe show? Not necessarily. Uh, I guess odd things that I'm thinking about. Let me think here. No, not really. Yeah, um, no, nothing comes to mind. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, the the yeah. silent auction is is super fun. Uh, you get yeah. to walk around, sort of uh, place some bids on on things that you that you might want to take home. You never know. Uh, that's that's yeah. fun. Um, yeah. I think. Oh, oh. So the flyers that you see hanging around the place. Come up to room two hundred four for more pipes. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm about to go in somebody's uh, hotel room. And Isn't we're that weird? It's a little creepy. It's yeah. But at the same time, you're like, y'all have got some nice stuff. Holy yeah. smokes. No, that's it. It, it. That's what people do. So if you're not if you're not familiar great point for uh the new pipe show comer at least to chicago you know you're walking through the elevator lobby here and there's all these flyers and people are inviting you to their bedroom yeah yeah (laughs) and 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 you walk in you're like okay they'll say like um you know, uh, come see. We've got an estate pipe sale, yeah. or a trunk show, or yeah. uh, you know, different. Some of our uh, vendors that are here, or businesses, folks like uh, Briarworks, uh, Smoking Pipes, uh, different companies. You know, they'll they'll have their hotel rooms open, yeah. and you walk in there, and laying on the bed are <laughs> you know twenty five thousand dollars worth of Briar. It's, it's just crazy. it's really kind of bizarre, it's, yeah. But yeah, um, cool. you know, it's like uh, man, I I think there was I saw a flyer for a Sheraton meetup, and I was like, well, you know, I want to go to that. So yeah. there's just all kinds of different opportunities to interact with folks and yeah. uh and it's uh it's it's pretty wild where, where are you staying are you staying here at the pheasant run no actually we're not we're staying down the road at uh hotel arista oh uh, that uh, sounds exotic a little little nicer uh, uh <laughs> it's been a while since uh, eric and i seen each other and we wanted to kind of yeah. make sure that uh y'all uh, get some bro time while yeah, yeah 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 hang out yeah. time you know some gym time whatever you know that's so, great uh, yeah for sure i'm glad to hear that yeah, no man. that's that's good it's 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 nice to say at the pheasant run but it's but it gets booked you know it's hard to get in here it's, to be honest with you it's true yeah i think uh when we called uh initially i think they said they were booked out or something like that i don't yeah. i don't remember how that story went down yeah um it's also it's a very unique place i'll say uh yeah. for sure yeah uh so yeah you know um it's good six and a half done whatever yeah. yeah no it worked out it worked out good yeah um man it's so you know obviously you, you got some good stuff to go home with yeah uh, it sounds like you you're leaving uh tomorrow is that right you, you uh that's right yeah i think we leave uh midday sunday okay yeah, but you didn't like buy so much that you uh don't have a um you're not gonna have any issues getting home i guess right i so don't think so you're not gonna have to do any shameful things to uh in order to pay for your plane ticket or oh no nothing stuff. like that okay no good. no no. <laughs> not gonna have to mail myself any boxes or anything that's like good that. yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. did you fly into o'hare yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, yeah. and that was uh, uh, that was like a thirty-minute uh, lift ride. It wasn't that bad. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. You know, it seems all pretty accessible. We, uh, yeah. I've gotten where, you know, just to get around uh, the area, I, I rent a car when I come up here. Yeah. But most folks I, that I talk to, they either uh, work. There's a, there's a. Uh, like a limo service that is sanctioned by the Chicago Pipe Show folks. Okay. And so you can actually get with them, I think, on a pretty good rate and get out here. People that's take Lyft or Uber or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's cool. It's not so bad. Well, dude, uh, man, thanks for thanks for hopping on with me. I, I hope it was uh, painless enough for you. And, uh, man, <laughs> no, you, you, not too scary. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's nice to kind of sit down away from the uh, – 
the crowd a little bit. We uh, intentionally kind of got away from the show floor to, to yeah. speak, just to um, you know get a get a catch a breather. But um, anyway, Andy, good to good to see you and good luck, yeah. and I hope you uh, have safe travel home. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Y'all, we really need to give like a round of applause to John David. He did a great job keeping us all informed from Chicago. And I got to tell you, I was really, really just very impressed with his technical abilities. Uh, you know, obviously he's he's an excellent source of information, but how awesome is he at doing these interviews? I mean, I know he did great last week with, uh, you know, Phil and everything, but like, you know, he's holding the phone and recording and, and doing everything. I'm just so proud of John David. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Shedding a little tear. He's doing so well. But seriously, guys, uh, thank you all so much for tuning in this week. And again, thanks to everybody who was able to participate in Chicago and everybody that was able to kind of connect with John David there. You know, one of the things that came out of uh, uh, this ep- these episodes and, and this last week's episode is kind of our discussion about how we want to make sure that we're becoming more available to you guys as best as we possibly can. We want to be at more shows and find avenues to do that. And so that's something that we're going to be working on in, uh, in this year and in next year as well. Be sure, by the way, you can keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter at the Real Bo York is me at John David Cole is John David, and of course, the show's a candle is at Squire Radio. But all that and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Next week, we will be broadcasting live again over at Facebook.com/slash CountrySquireRadio. We should have some news on that front, by the way. Uh, for those who have missed us being on YouTube, we're going to share kind of some of our thought process next week on uh, specifically next week's episode about what the live show could look like going forward on YouTube. We want to gather some thoughts, feedback, and just kind of talk about the realities of of kind of the challenges that exist there. But one way or the other, uh, we want to make that happen with you. And uh, yeah, that'll be uh, be part of our live show discussion. So uh, we'd love for you to join us at noon next Monday, uh, Central Time. And uh, Facebook.com slash Country Square Radio will be the place to do it. All right, that's going to do it for us for this week. So until next time, let's go have a day. (laughs) 